Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casito, hanging out with you guys today on a, what's day? A Wednesday? Yep, today is Wednesday. Happy New Year. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas, as did I. Um, and today we're hanging out. We're going to be talking more about marketing stuff. I had a client of mine in the Discord, which if you guys don't know, you can head to enviousaudio.com slash discord, and that will send you over to the electronic dance money discord where you can hang out, ask questions. Um, we talk about all sorts of stuff. You can promote music in there. Um, it's a little bit different from the Facebook group because it's combined with my clients and um, as well as my as well as the electronic dance money audience. So if you have any questions in regards to promotion, marketing, uh, production, mixing, mastering, all that stuff, as well as wanting to hang out, collaborate with people, get some feedback, or promote your music. You can definitely do that in the Discord, enviousaudio.com slash Discord. But I had a client, Calesta, I'll shoot her out, uh, her or shout her out, shoot her out. <laughs> uh, I don't think I would shoot her out, Calesta. You're in the military, you would fucking kick my ass. But, anyways, uh, her name, is, she goes by analog. I'll post her socials in the, uh, in the show notes as well. But she was in the marketing channel talking about some retargeting stuff, Facebook pixel stuff. She was a little confused by that as well as, um, asking some questions about, you know, just boosting posts in general. And so this gave me the idea that we haven't actually done a, a podcast episode on retargeting what that looks like, and why all of you should definitely look into using retargeting. So let's first start off and talk about retargeting versus remarketing, because those two terms can get very conflated. They obviously obviously sound very similar, and they are fairly similar, but there are some distinct differences between the two. So Remarketing, let's start with remarketing, which is not necessarily the topic for today. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. But remarketing is essentially taking your current audience and marketing to the to them. So either your audience that knows exactly who you are and what you do, and you're advertising or marketing some sort of specific product or program that you're working on, and then and and a lot of that also has to do with email. So a lot of what remarketing is is actually remarketing to your audience with an email. So you get an email sign up, they obviously know who you are, they're interested in what you do. And so you're going to remarket to them through a an email campaign where you offer more value. We've talked about email marketing. We don't need to get crazy into it. But the flip side to that is retargeting which you are then marketing or running ads to an audience that doesn't know who you are, but you're targeting to the right audience. So what does that, what does that mean? Let's say you run a Facebook ad and you have a Facebook pixel installed on your website and people start clicking on that ad. 
you can then collect data on that individual and start running separate ads to those people. We can take it a step further and say anyone that visits your website, if you have a Facebook pixel installed and that person that visits your website has a Facebook page, you can then run ads to those people that visit your website, regardless of whether or not they've clicked on your ad originally, or regardless if they're following you on Facebook or Instagram. This is just flat out any single person that visits your page that is accepting cookies. Um, they're not deleting or blocking any cookies. If they're okay with you collecting data on them, you can then run an ad to those people that are visiting your website. We can take it a step further and we can actually create Facebook audiences that are that look similar to those individuals that visited your website. So we could reach people that haven't even visited our website, but they look like the individuals that have looked like our website. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the audience stuff later, but I just want to show you the difference between remarketing and retargeting. Remarketing is, is associated with the individuals who already know who you are and your, and your brand. And retargeting is really focused on those individuals who don't really know who you are and the individuals who absolutely have never heard of you before. You could run ads to those people and get in front of that audience. So why is retargeting so important? Well, I think it's pretty obvious based off of what I was just saying there. Instead of you know, maybe going the organic content route where you're running, you're, you're creating content day in, day out, and you're trying to find people based off hashtags and just a natural reach over time that can take years and years and years to develop, especially if you're doing something like YouTube, which I would imagine many of you may end up picking or even TikTok. It could potentially take years to develop that solid audience where you can then start offering products and make legit income off of that or you know let's say streams you're trying to make legit streams off of that and and you can go to a record label and say hey i've got this big of a following that's all natural and they will go stream this track so you can kind of relatively guarantee that maybe 20 percent of that audience is actually going to go stream something and maybe you know 20 percent of that audience is then going to stream it more than three times well, then you can get an idea of what your numbers are actually going to look like per stream, just baseline the individuals who already know you. Instead of going that route and struggling in that path, because I'll tell you right now, it is a struggle to go down that path. Instead of doing that, you can put a Facebook pixel as well as some tag Google tags on your website and immediately start reaching an audience of individuals who, well, I shouldn't say immediately because it does take some time to have people visit your website and you need to push people to your website. By the way, I will mention you don't even necessarily need a website for this sort of thing. You can use stuff like hype edit to put a pit. You can put a pixel on your hype edit account. So anyone from Instagram or TikTok, if they visit that link in your bio, which is your hype edit link, well, now all of a sudden you can collect people's information just off of that link and that homepage that you have. I don't know if you need a premium account. You may need a premium account to actually be able to use that Facebook pixel, but the option is there and you don't need to build an entire website to start collecting information and building, uh, building audiences with this and reaching individuals who you never would reach. And that's the whole point 
that's why it's so important to retarget because if you're collecting information on people, you can then then use that information to reach individuals that look just like that person. So this can expand your reach to thousands, if not millions of people, especially when you're marketing or promoting a new track and you're running ads, retargeting is like going to be, I would imagine, a large, large, large part of what you're doing. Now, that being said, if you don't have your own website and you're not pushing individuals to your website and you're using something like Tone Den or HypeEdit and you have your Facebook Pixel installed, I do not believe that you can install a Google tag on there. And why is a Google tag important? Well, a Google tag is just as important as a Facebook Pixel because it's all associated with retargeting. With a Google tag, you can collect individual user you can collect data on individual users and you can then set up ads on Google's display network. And Google's display network is, you know, if you go to any average website that maybe it's a blog or something, they're probably going to have, they're going to be a Google partner and they're going to have banners up at the top and the left and the right, maybe in the, in, in the middle of content, if you've ever seen those kinds of ads that's usually set up as a Google partner. And so Google's display network will run ads. You can run ads to Google's display network, which is either Google websites like YouTube or Google itself, and also any partners of Google, which could be an individual that has a website and they're set up as a Google partner where they can run ads and uh, they can collect revenue based off of people clicking on ads or viewing ads. So you as an individual running an ad on Google's display network can create an audience that is made up of the individuals who have visited your website and you'll run that ad on the Google display network and any website that that individual can go to, if that website is a Google partner, your ad can show on that website based off of your bidding and you know how much you're bidding, how much you're willing to put in, what's your monthly budget, all that stuff gets kind of figured out in the algorithm and you could potentially be running your ads to not just the social media sites these individuals are visiting but also the websites again you can't do that with hype edit or tone den you can really only do that with your website with google you can do the facebook pixel stuff and still run ads on facebook and instagram and reach that audience but Really, to get the best of both worlds, it's going to be combining the Facebook Pixel data with the Google Display Network, where anywhere anyone goes, they can essentially see your ad. Take it a step further, and we can run ads on YouTube with a video ad that might be 5 to 10 seconds long. People can't skip it. It's a preview of your track, and it's targeted right to those people's, the, the all of the, the pages that you're target audience may be viewing, you can run straight to them. So now they're getting hit with your your ads on Facebook, Instagram, the websites they visit, as well as the YouTube videos they watch. You're kind of hitting everything there. Um, and this is more of a rundown on ads themselves, how, you know, how powerful they can get. And if you have a few hundred dollars to spare, you can definitely hit some of these people. Let's get back to retargeting. So we've kind of expressed why retargeting is so important and uh, 
why you should look into it. You're going to just flat out, you're going to be reaching a wider audience that you never would have reached before, more than likely that you never would have reached before. You're going to be able to get access to individuals who look just like your target audience if you're targeting the right people and those individuals are visiting your website. It's important to understand with the Google Display Network, you cannot run ads to individuals that have visited your website unless you get over a thousand different people to visit your website within, I believe it's a, it's either 30 to 90 day period. So you really want to make sure you're being, you're, you're able to drive traffic to, to your website. All right, now let's dive into a little bit more about the Facebook pixel and audience building and what that looks like, because this can, this is where things can get complicated. Um, and there's a lot to learn and a, and a lot to research. So what's a Facebook pixel? A Facebook pixel is essentially just a small bit of code that you'll copy. It's usually a long uh, digit number and you you know it might be like facebook.com slash and it'll have a big long digit specific digit number or some websites will just request that you get that number. So you can go on to Facebook. I recommend you go to business.facebook.com if you're going to run any Facebook ads or you need any Facebook pixel data, anything like that, create a business.facebook uh business.facebook.com account. Um, and you can usually link that to your Facebook page. So you'll actually create that account separately. Then you'll link your business page and maybe your ad account page to that as well. Um, and it should be under the custom audiences tab, I believe, which is under data sources, something like that, where you'll have the option to be able to actually create a Facebook pixel. And then you can take that tag information and you can then install it on your website and they have instructions on how to install that which you would just go into your website code and the header and you can paste it in there that's if you're using something like wordpress i know uh, websites like wix and squarespace they actually have individual applications that have been created so you can just install that or add it to your account and it'll just ask you for the pixel number number you'll you'll put that pixel number in and it should be firing and working properly. But you'll take that bit of code, you'll put it on your website. I'll, I'll also post some links as well in the show notes for web uh, videos you can watch on how to install this sort of stuff, as well as instructions directly from Facebook on how to install it. You can always reach out to me if you have any questions. Again, join the Discord, and if you have any questions on this stuff, you can reach out, um, and I'm happy to help the, way, the same way I was helping out Calesta um, the other day. So you'll take this bit of code, install it on your website, and it usually takes probably three to five days to really start collecting a bunch of data on the individuals that are visiting your website. There is a really, really important tool that I suggest you install, especially if you're using something like Google Chrome. I don't know if it's an extension that you can install with Mozilla and some other web browsers. I just don't know, but I know it works with Google Chrome and it's called Facebook Pixel Helper. I'll have that in the show notes as well. But essentially what that does is it will tell you if there's a Facebook Pixel installed on a website. So once you install your Pixel, you can then use this extension, go to your website, click on the extension, and it should give you a check mark with the number of the Pixel that is installed. Um, 
or actually, I don't think it actually shows the number because that would be, you know, that's kind of private information for individuals to use. Um, otherwise, you can kind of steal other people's audiences. So it'll just show you that a Facebook pixel has been installed so you can verify whether or not it's actually installed. There's also a Google Tag Assistant as well. Um, I believe it's just called Google Tag Assistant that you can install and it will tell you which what what kind of tag is installed um the number of the tag and whether it's active or if there's an error with it it recognize you know it might recognize that there is a tag here but it's not installed properly and it can provide more information for you on that so facebook pixel helper as well as google tag assistant are both two great extensions to verify if you installed your tag properly um, and you can simply just look up how to install P facebook pixel how to install a Google tag, and there'll be a bunch of information out there for you. But once you get this installed, it takes a few days to start running some data and collecting data on individuals. And then eventually what you can do is you can go into, um, go to business.facebook.com, go to your ad manager and start creating an ad campaign. And when you get to the audience section, this is where you can go in and you can create an audience. And you can create an audience of individuals that will visit your website. Uh, I always set up individuals who visited my website within 180 days. Um, the iOS 14 update did screw up a lot of things. I think I've mentioned that in the past, especially with Facebook ads. Now, has that truly effective, affected things? I'm not really sure. But what individuals are allowed to now do is they're allowed to opt out and their data being collected. So their data can't be held for, I think, more than like 24 or 48 hours. It may even only be 72 hours. So what that means is that wherein, you know, before the iOS 14 update, advertisers were able to collect data on individuals based, based off of their cookies for, hell, almost over a year. As long as individuals didn't clear their cookies and cash, really their cookies, that data was left in there forever. So they could run remarketing ads, I think up to about 365 days. I think that was the limit. After 365 days, that data was erased and they had to visit, the individual would have to visit your website again in order for that cookie to be stored on the pixel and for Facebook to get the data and be able to run ads towards them. So, um, Keep that in mind, like sometimes retargeting won't work as a, it won't be as effective as it was in the past based off of individuals who may not want their data tracked. That being said, I really don't know anyone that is blocking their data uh, from, from websites. So as far as what I've seen from retargeting, it's still working pretty, pretty damn well. Um, this is also how you get highly targeted ads towards yourself. So if you if you are blocking your data, that's totally fine. I definitely block a lot of my data. I have a VPN on my on my router, so any device set up in my home to my router is essentially blocking all IP information. And I also use Brave browser, which blocks all cookies on pretty much every website I visit. That being said, I do still get some targeted ads because, you know, my phone, I run a lot of data on there and I'm not necessarily connected to a VPN, so um, that information gets stored and it's applied to my Facebook account. So I am still getting some pretty targeted ads. And on some websites I visit, I do have to accept cookies. 
in order for me to continue using that website. And so some information is still stored. You can't be 100% um, you know, invisible on the internet nowadays if you're trying to be active on all these different social media sites. It's just not really realistic. Also, if you're clicking on ads on Facebook, um, that data is definitely stored. They get that data if you're clicking on ads, regardless of you know whether or not you're blocking data. People can see who's clicking on what, and data, Facebook will collect that uh, data, and then people can use that to retarget. So I usually do about 180 days or so for retargeting individuals who have visited my website. So starting from today, anyone who has visited in the past 180 days, I can then target them for this specific ad. So that's really more so remarketing, right? We're, we're remarketing to individuals who are who kind of know who we are, interested in what we do. Where the retargeting comes in is you can then take that audience that you created of the of anyone who has visited your website within the last 180 days, and you can then create what's called a look-alike audience on Facebook. And a look-alike audience can take a percentage of the population of individuals who look like the person or the people who are visiting your website. So you can do 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%. I think you can go up to 10%. Um, which 10% would be the largest, 1% would be the smallest. And so I I like to play around with this number. Usually I'll create a few different lookalike audiences around 1%, then do 2%, then maybe 5% and play with that and see what that looks like. Um, 1% is usually the best. So that's where retargeting comes in. So now we can take all of the data from any individual who has visited our website within the last 180 days and we'll take 1% of the population that may look like them and we are now going to start running ads to those individuals. This is where retargeting becomes very powerful. And if you, let's say you had, let's say you're gonna go crazy, right? Maybe you got your Christmas bonus and you're like, I'm gonna spend this all on marketing to test this shit out. You're gonna spend $1,000 in a month. You're gonna reach tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people with that. And if you have the right people visiting your website or your hyped edit uh, link and your Facebook pixels installed, you could potentially reach so many damn people that are looking exactly at what you're trying to do. And this is why Facebook pixels are so powerful. Audience building is so powerful on Facebook ads and retargeting is like, it's everything. Um, especially if you have a high converting website or something, you know, if, if a hundred people visit your hype edit link and 70 of those people click on your Spotify to go listen to a track, you are converting the right people, the right amount of people, the right number. You have something interested. People are, people want to dig, dig in deep a little bit more. So that means that retargeting is going to be that much more powerful for you. Like you're going to reach an astounding amount of people and probably get a an even bigger amount of people actually converting for you so test out retargeting check it out um google display network you know we we kind of we talked about it all with google display network the, the biggest issue with that one but i still think it's very powerful is that you need your own website and you need to have a consistent about a consistent 1000 uh, monthly visitors so it can be very, 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 very difficult to reach that number um, per month. A thousand is a lot of people per month for a pretty smallish artist. But again, 
you can immediately start running ads to those individuals on any other website they may be visiting or it, part of Google's display network as well as on like apps. Like you can run ads to apps. So um, you can, if you've ever played some sort of phone game on your app or have other, some other app where it's running ads on that app, it's because they're a part of the Google display network, they're a Google partner, and they are earning money based off of Google for um, individuals that are using that app. So that's just one other tool that you can use with uh, Google, but you know, you need that, those 1000 people, but you, you have the opportunity to add all of your different creatives. When you're creating the ad, you can use a bunch of different images. So you have the opportunity to create a really enticing ad with your cover art, or maybe you and a voiceover, especially if you're doing like video ad stuff. Um, it, it can just be very, very powerful. And you can also do this sort of remarketing and retargeting with uh, YouTube as well. So there, there's a lot of really, really powerful tools that you can use with Facebook and Google to retarget to people and reach an audience you just probably never would have reached for not a lot of money. I mean, like $20 can reach quite a few people. It's just dependent on whether or not they actually give a shit and they're going to want to check you out. Uh, you know, a, probably another good thing to mention that has been a really useful tool for me is that a lot of individuals, uh, a lot of marketers, digital marketers who are running ads, PPC specialists, uh, a lot of them are concerned about the the iOS 14 update and not reaching as many people if they're blocking data. So one of the best things you can do is actually run video ads instead. And if you can run a video ad, you can let you can create lookalike audiences of individuals who watched up to a certain percentage of the video, or maybe they clicked on your link after your video. You can create a lookalike audience of those individuals. So there's like percentage tiers that Facebook has, you know, individuals who watch 25% of the video. 50% of the video, 75% of the video, 95% of the video. So you can take that data and you can then create a lookalike audience, a very large lookalike audience of the individuals who watched a certain percentage of that video, which means that the people that you're targeting in that ad, the lookalike audience ad, it means that those individuals are probably going to watch the same amount of that, that video as well. So you might have a really high um, high converting audience at that point potentially it depends you know there's there's so many moving parts and you really need to test everything and we talk about this day in day out with marketing you have to test 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 and find out that's it for today's episode guys thanks for hanging out head to enviousaudio.com slash episode 96 to check out the show notes head to enviousaudio.com slash discord to join the discord talk to me about marketing let me know if you have any questions i'm happy to help I'll talk to you guys later. Take care.